ancestors surround us. Hi, I'm Carol Silver Elliott, President and CEO of the Jewish Home Family, a continuum of services for older adults located in northern New Jersey. Welcome to our podcast, Advancing the Art of Aging. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce our guest, Chris Pableo, and Chris is the director of At Home Care, which is a non-medical home care service that the Jewish Home Family has been running. Chris, how long has At Home Care been around? We have our license, first uh, official license, from the Division of Consumer Affairs from New Jersey uh, on 2015. So uh, I joined the, uh, took over this uh, position in 2016, and it's been great and uh, challenging and but rewarding uh, uh, endeavor so far. Okay. We have, we've been in a great journey. That's great. Chris, what is it that at-home care actually does? So we are providing uh, part of the continuum services of the Jewish Home Family. We are providing home care, sending private aids to provide care services to our loved ones, to our elders, both in the facilities or in, even in the hospitals or to their own home. Um, we do an hourly care coverage or a live-in type of services. And we just added this year the skilled nursing visits. So we can send a nurse, provide uh, medication management primarily for our elders who happens to be by themselves and their loved ones are not uh, around or not, you know, couldn't even go there on a monthly basis. So we have that kind of service. And also if the elder has some wounds, we can also take care of that. Uh, in fact, we have currently, we have two clients that we are taking uh, wound cares. So all our skilled nursing visits always have a doctor's order from their primary physicians. That's great. You know, we are obviously talking at the end, we hope, of at least the first wave of the COVID pandemic. How did the home care service do during the pandemic? What impact did that have on your services? So when at the height of the pandemic, that's when we see the surge of demand from our clients, especially those clienteles that they are those elders that in the facility, especially at the Jewish Home Rockley. Most of the loved ones cannot uh, come visit. So at the same time, their mom or their dad is pos COVID positive, and they know that they're confined in the room. So that's when they need us to make sure that they will get the care that they deserve, they will get the attention that they deserve, and at the same time, they could always keep in touch with them because the aide will be in the room uh, and then they can call anytime that they want. So we are like the bridge between the family and the, uh, the elders. And it, it, we, I, I'm proud to say that I know not a lot of agencies out there that took up a lot of uh, COVID patients, but we bravely did it and we were successful. In fact, we have great stories that... Uh, everything, uh, everyone that we provided care, they have recovered. Oh, that's an incredible thing. Now, I know that a lot of places, a lot of agencies had great difficulty getting staff to work during the pandemic. Did you have difficulty with staffing? We did. Initially, we have like a few aides that just drop out because they're scared. They're scared, rightfully so. But with the right uh, mindset, I had like one-on-one -on -one encouragement with my aides. 
I talked to them. I spoke to them one-on-one. And I just encouraged them. And my director of nursing, I encouraged them to educate them what's really COVID is all about. Because when we started all this, it's the great unknown to everyone. So with me encouraging them and my clinical director of nursing uh, giving them in services, we were able to get through. And luckily, luckily, we were able, we only had a few that uh, were sick, but majority of our aides uh, went through uh, everything are well. How did you deal with PPE and making sure the aides were healthy? How did you approach that? A lot of those aides are out there in people's homes at a distance. What did you do? Yeah, it was a struggle, uh, but um, it's just getting the right resources at the right time. We thank God with this agency. We are in partner with the Jewish Home Family. We got the support from the Jewish Home Family. So most of our aides were able to get uh, the PPE, from, especially from the Jewish Home Rockley. Although we've been uh, venturing getting uh, PPEs from Amazon, to be exact. And we're lucky enough to, to get at a better price. And um, yeah, and luckily a couple months ago, uh, the Department of Health, through the emergency uh, management, they were able to give us a few boxes of uh, PPE. So that's really been huge for you. Yes, yes. So Chris, Tell me a little bit. I know you had some really above and beyond the call experiences during COVID. Can you tell me about some of them? Yes, the most, I would say, famous, but I didn't know that it would happen that way. It would end up that way. When at the height of the pandemic, my aide called me up and said that, Chris, we have no more groceries. And it's we're running very low in supplies. And this aide and this elder lives by themselves in the house. And the daughter just doesn't want to go out. In fact, until now, she said that she's, she still has COVID. So I encouraged the, uh, my aide to get the grocery list, send it to me. I called up the daughter, the PUA, and I said, I need groceries there, right there, right now. And she gave me their permission to buy whatever they want. And this elder is highly, highly kosher uh, elder. So that was my first time. I went to two uh, kosher uh, facility. Uh, one in West Orange, then I felt awkward when I went in. I noticed that I'm the only Asian guy in a kosher <laughs> facility. I said, hmm, it's lovely. But I, it took me a while. It took me a while because she has a very particular brand that she wants me to get. Not just any kosher specific. She has, she's very specific. Get this brand, get this size. And it was a struggle. It took me a whole day to do grocery for uh, this uh, client and this uh, aid. And I love it, though. I loved it. Yeah, and she was very happy. Yes, very. Yeah. And the daughter was happy as well because, um, in fact, she asked me again. I said, oh, maybe next time you could probably because I don't have a lot of times to do it. But um, luckily, she was able to tap one of their uh, uh, volunteers in the synagogue. And oh. I, I don't mind doing it again and again. Uh, but uh, we're able to look for other ways uh, to continue. Plus, you're going to end up with developing an expertise in buying kosher <laughs> groceries, right? Probably, I will. <laughs> There's another moment that, that I remember vividly, and that's when we had the big storm and the power was out for days and days, and you had some clients that were in difficult straits. Yeah. How'd you handle that? So when my aides told me that, Chris, we have no power, so I, I what, what my director of nursing did and I, we jumped in right away. We called up the uh, their PUA. We told them that this is not uh, acceptable. 
your mom or your your dad needs to leave the house, move to our facility if that's allowable, or go to a hotel. So there was one elder that we help out. We're able to get a hotel uh, in Teaneck. But I, when I called up other hotels in that area, they were all fully booked. And they need to move out that very night. So with the help of the organization that we have, the Jewish Home Family, I was able to bring in two of our elders from their house to our facility, Jewish Home Rock, and spend an, a few nights until their uh, power in their house was restored. So it ended up well. Family was happy. Elders were taken care of. Went well. That's great. Well, it yeah. sounds like you will do anything to try and help your clients. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yes. Chris, you know, there are people out there who are listening and saying, I think I need home care for my loved mm-hmm. one. I don't know how to find a good agency. How? What are the things, you know, I know the first thing you're going to say is they should call at home care. And that's what they should do. But there could be people who are listening that maybe are not in our service area. Yes. What should they be looking for when they call an agency? So there's a lot of agencies out there. Like in like in New Jersey, there are over a thousand home cares. Okay. Um, they may be licensed, but um, in terms of the quality of care, you really have to do your research. All right. I always encourage you to number one, make sure that their uh, their agencies are licensed. Number two, make sure that whoever they're gonna send, if you are contracting for a home care aid, because other agencies can trick you. They will send an unlicensed, although trained, but an unlicensed aid. So. You can always look it up on the website too if you would like to verify their uh, their certifications. There's uh, resources out there, but make sure that they are licensed and they are they are they are, they are it, it, you will get the care. You will get the kind of quality of care that you are paying for, and especially nowadays, always always ask for COVID testing if their aides are do if their agent is doing COVID testing for their aides because. They could promise stars and cloud and on the moon, but in terms of uh, in the actuality, they may may not. Uh, in fact, there's one. Uh, I have a couple of clients who just called me today this morning. They said that the, Chris, they told me that their aides been testing, but how come their aides are scared to wear masks? So I sent them home. So and I I thought so to to that you know. I, I believe this agency that, you know, they will be doing the best practice that they should be. But I spoke to the guy and he said that, no, I don't encourage them to wear masks. I said, come on, it's a no-brainer. You need to, you have to encourage your aides to wear masks at all times, especially for an hourly coverage. Live-ins, we could get away with that because they've been living, staying with the with the clients months and months. But for hourly, they're going in and out in the, uh, in their, in the client's house. It's a, it's it it is a must that they will be wearing masks. So always encourage uh, the agencies that you're gonna be dealing with that they should be wearing masks. Their aides will be wearing masks, and ask about the testing. Although in New Jersey, all home care agencies are not obliged to to do any test, but the Jewish Home at Home Care Agency we are doing it, even though we're not mandated to do it. How often are you testing your aides? So we're our, with our hourly aides, we're doing it on a weekly basis. For our live-ins, we're doing it like one, at least once a month, depending. But if they are like taking a week off and we know that they are somewhere, we have to COVID test them before they go back. 
So you're really being cautious. Oh yes, yes. It's it's uh, it's nowadays is that that should that should be part of the infection. It's been part of our infection protocol. And on top of that, we are doing daily wellness check. Whoever that we who are working, I have my nurses even through the weekends. They are contacting the aides, getting a text, their temperature or any symptoms. We are doing wellness check since the start of this pandemic. So way back in March, we've been doing, and we have a log on that one in case, a, a, you know, a state will check our records of what we've been doing. We have that one. You know, it's so important. I, I have been in the situation of having to find help with a loved one, especially at a geographic distance. And to be able to call an organization that you can have faith in that you know, you know, otherwise you are literally sending some stranger into your parents' home and not knowing who they are, what they're going to do, how, you know, there's all kinds of scary things that could happen. But having the assurance of an agency like at Home Care, having the really the name of the Jewish home as that stamp of quality. I think is huge, and, and your commitment to quality really comes through. Yes, that is true. In fact, um, that's what I usually say to my clients, that when I take up a case, when I commit to say that, okay, we will be, be providing the care services, I'll make sure that I'm, just, I'm not just going to send a body there. I'm sending the, the name of our facility, the name of our agency, and, the, and your loved one will get the care that he or she deserves. That's great. That's the most important. That's great. So if anyone is interested in at home care, they can they can find it through the Jewish Home Family website. Yes. And if they're out of the area and they're just trying to figure out what to do with their loved one, can they call you for advice? Of course. I I get calls from uh, out of state and they think that uh, we provide services in their area, but I always offer give give them advices on how to do things. And yes, feel free to give me a call if you just would like to chat, get information on how to go about it. Feel free to give me a call. When you dial the number on our website that you will find, uh, it always go to my cell phone. So you could catch me anytime. Thank you, Chris. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. And please stay well. Rise, all of the children with wisdom rise ancestors surround us rise